Welcome to the Equipped Podcast, where corporate woman Cassie Duke and college basketball coach Clarice Garcia help you uncover what God's Word says about who you are and His promises for you. This podcast is a journey to equip and empower you to operate and thrive in your God-given identity. Great day, Equipped Podcast listeners. We are back. It has been months. <laughs> and that's all I can think about. It has been months. And as always, I'm joined with Cassie Duke, our co-host. And it's funny, Cassie and I were joking before the before we got on air. And we just love how God is so gracious. Um, you know, words for the year, as you think going into it, you know, mine are build and testimony. And so you make all these wonderful resolutions and lists and all that, but it's always good to have a guiding word. But anyway, I texted her and I was like, okay, Cassie, we're super zealous. We're going to do an episode a month. And now we're in April and we have done one this year, but God is gracious, right? <laughs> He's 100% gracious and faithful, even when maybe our schedules <laughs> uh, yeah. get out of hand, but we've had a little bit going on this year. And yeah. so when Clarice and I were talking about updating each other, like I don't yeah. even have Clarice life updates. The God <laughs> thought came to mind of like, why don't we do it together on the podcast and update the listeners too, um, and show what God has been doing throughout these months. Cause his hand has been moving uh, dramatically. I know in my life and I'm mm-hmm. excited to hear for you as your season ended and, you know, I know April, May is a big time of year in the basketball world uh, from a coaching perspective. So Clarice, I'm just going to dive yeah. right in and I want to hear an update of how your your team season ended and how did the April or how is April going for you? Oh, I so appreciate the question. Um, I so appreciate that even it's just a new day. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's Cassie, it's a new day. We are just allowed to be in his presence and that, you know, the beauty of a new day is just that God is still who he says he is. And I am still who he says I am. And so Cassie, as you just, um, as thinking into your question, you know, I would definitely categorize our professions as busy ones and for different reasons. Um, and I think a lot of professions are, I just think that ours tend to be, um, you know, ebbs and flows of work, but then there are certain parts of the season or year that are a lot more busy than others. And obviously going from the grind of games where you're just a gauntlet of games, it's just, you know, a lot of um, mental input, a lot of just, um, you know, intense focus, a lot of fighting, you know, scouting reports and, you know, trying to get your team to be all on the same page. It's just a lot. And then, usually this time of year so usually when the season ends sometime in March you kind of are able to just breathe for a second because your season's done you know a few years ago it used to be that your roster was finished in November well fast forward to now where we are as of transfer portal and NIL which is name Mm. image likeness uh, times in NCAA and this has turned into one of our arguably most important parts of the year but also one of our busiest because we are building for our roster for this upcoming season and traditionally that wasn't the case but now that you can transfer and and do all those things it allows for roster fluidity if you will almost in the essence 
some people have coined it or referenced it as almost free agency within the players. Mm -hmm. Um, And what's so interesting, I was actually thinking about this because when we first got this concept introduced and then applied, it just was very, you know, transferring when I played was very discouraged. And it's, it definitely came with the stigma of being disloyal yes, and problematic. So usually back in the day, the only reasons you were transferring is because something was wrong with you or you just weren't a good person. And, you know, it's interesting to see how now it's just what people do. You know what yeah. I mean? And to be quite honest, you know, you really don't know about a situation until you're in it daily in the trenches with people. And it does now give room for players to just kind of say, hey, you know what, that didn't work for me. You know, whether the style of play wasn't what I wanted it to be, whether I couldn't really establish a good coach or teammate relationship, you know, whether it was an adverse experience for me, mm-hmm. you know, might not have liked the team, there could have been some drama, you know, getting back closer to home if you picked a place. So there are a myriad of reasons as to why one would transfer And it's just interesting because you see it go from this thing of disloyalty to just, hey, I just need a different experience, you know? And I just think of how even in spite of our profession shift and now being super busy this time of the year of trying to add people to your roster, it just helps us to remain, remind us that God remains faithful right? Because when you look at what that is, you know, it's, it's being loyal. It's just being, um, you know, super willing to, um, you know, be one that is, is I'm going to give you what he promises. Right. And so, you know, so when you look at just that whole space of God's faithfulness, even leading up to the craziness of this season, you know, I love being able to see, God's handwork. And so in essence, I kind of gave that background to say that usually we're used to coaching players over their four years, right? Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of time in the trenches with them. But the way that the landscape of basketball is now, you may only have them for a year. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think of an example of one of our players from Sweden, and she is a gem. I absolutely love her. And Sweden is one of those places where you know, you don't have, um, a lot of the people there are, you know, either atheist, you know, agnostic, Mm -hmm. Catholic, there are a lot of different religions, but, you know, when you come to the States, especially to our campus, which is a Christian campus with that, you know, atheist agnostic type perspective, it's just like very eye-opening because you're like, wow, this is a lot. And so I think of the different ways that God showed up for her in her life and her word for the year was um, was hope, right, and and faith. And so it was really neat mm-hmm. to see just how God worked. Like for one one example is, you know, she forgot her shoes on one of our away trips, and I'm praying all the way to the shoe store. We didn't get in until late. And I'm like, God, can you just please show up for her and have her exact shoes and her exact size? And I was like, okay, let her know that it's you. And so we get to the shoe store and the exact shoes, the only size in them was her size. And I was oh, like, that's awesome. Yes. And so then, you know, we get back on the bus and our bus driver tells us, well, you know, the bus isn't working properly. And honestly, if we did not know, if she had not forgotten her shoes, which she felt eternally upset about, like she just was 
you know, felt so badly. Of course. Um, yeah, which you would. So we get back on the bus and the bus driver tells us, hey, you know, the bus, we're going to have to swap it out because it's not functioning right. Like it actually broke down all the way here. I got it going again. It'll probably just get us to the hotel. Well, mm-hmm. we're like, I mean, eight hours from home, you know? And so if we had not made that extra trip after we got to our location, we would not have realized that until the morning. And so getting a bus to us in the morning would have maybe delayed everything. But instead we were able to, you know, fortunately for us, there's, you know, a great slew of workers for them. And there was a gentleman that decided to drive the bus up overnight and got there in the morning and none of us would have known that it happened and they fixed it and it was amazing. And so, you know, fast forward to kind of that, transfer culture that we have now and you know she is going to leave the team she's going to go back home I, I think it was a lot for her to be here which is fine you know again there are many reasons why people want to go but the cool thing is what she said as she, in our exit meeting um, mm-hmm. was just that she said I never knew you could trust someone outside of yourself oh, wow. and for me that's everything and like you don't know why people come into your program you don't know why god brings them into your path other than a lot of times to just give them an introduction and for me it's just you know a lot of times i i fight the i want to be a part of the planting the seed watering the seed and then harvesting it yeah and years ago god had to show me that i had to release process to him because I don't get all of that all the time. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm only meant to plant. Sometimes I'm only meant to water. Sometimes both. Sometimes, you know, but very rarely often do I get to do all three. And I just know that regardless of how, you know, long she was here, it meant something. And I think she'll eternally be changed. Yes. So much to unpack there. I know this is just mm-hmm. a little glimpse of the last month, mm-hmm. but let's speak about that player and, I actually wrote down what she said, trust someone outside of myself. Like Mm -hmm. that gave us such a mirror into what her thinking was before she came and interacted and got to see something outside of what she was used to that being your leadership. And I'm sure others on your staff and on the team. Um, And how cool is that, that you're right. Like we don't necessarily get to see it all the way to the end. A lot of our role Mm -hmm. is that planting the seed, watering the seed. Um, But a, the life impact you made and in heaven, I'm believing mm-hmm. that you and her will get to interact and you'll get to see the full picture and that will be mm-hmm. amazing. Um, but what a nice picture, like you showed her Christ, like the whole mm-hmm. concept of trusting someone outside of ourselves is trusting Jesus. And mm-hmm. she probably was limited in believing that she could trust a God like that because yeah. she's never seen it in the natural. Now you've demonstrated it for in the natural and we're flawed messed up humans but (laughs) I'm feeling in my spirit like could that open the door to her then trusting Mm -hmm. Jesus outside herself so absolutely incredible Clarice um Mm -hmm. great testimony there um and thinking about the transfer portal you know I'd heard about that in other sports and shame on me as your friend hadn't really thought about the (laughs) impact on you um, one comment on that, then I have a question for you, you know, sure. I, I, in thinking about other sports and it's applicable for yours as well. Uh, it's so counter biblical, right? Like mm-hmm. so much of the work God does in our life is in the waiting in patience. Yeah. Like we read all these mm-hmm. scriptures about endurance and going through and 
like you said, for a student to have to stay four years in something maybe year one and two they don't like, but man, how many stories have we heard about their junior and senior year that came through adversity and they are the star and now they have the ability to get out of the pain, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Which again is not biblical, but so let's talk (laughs) about you as a Mm -hmm. person, as a coach, um, spiritually, personality, you know, emotionally, whatever, Mm -hmm. like how are you, because that totally changes your your profession. So how have you personally been leaning into God to walk through that? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times over the course of, you know, over the season, you know, either people would say it, or I just really would feel God just nudge me in the spirit and just say, stay the course, you know what I mean? Because you just, you don't know the, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know the full picture. Right. And just remembering just the beauty of the day is that, he is who he says he is. And I am so who he says I am. Right. And I had even watched a show recently and they were talking about, you know, this princess who had the Royal, she was in the Royal bloodline, but she also had a very rare blood type. And so it was just interesting because in that moment, I was like, we do have Royal blood. Like we carry, mm-hmm. we carry Jesus in us and we, we are Royal ones, you know? And so we can walk in that authority um, you know, this season specifically was a, a hard again, you know, you're in the trenches, you're trying to turn a program around. And so there are those moments where you're like, God, what is going on? I need to hear from you. If I don't hear from you, what, what you know, I'm not going to be okay. And so I just fall back on the one, you know, one of the, the many, you know, words or phrases that I just know the spirit, you know, God had through spirit just dropped into mine. And, you know, I wrote one of them down and, and he just said, you know, I am growing you, you are growing in me. I see your work and sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I watch you persevere and endure. I see your tears and your pains, but it's okay. I've got you. Um, I know exactly who you are. I created you. I hold you in the palm of my hand. Mm-hmm. When you hurt, I hurt. When you laugh, so do I. What lies ahead is only something I could plan. So walk close mm-hmm. to me every day um, and watch what I will do um, in you and through you. And I'm just wow. like, okay, it's like, it's going to be okay. You know, like you well, go through, yeah, you go through ups, downs, highlights, low, you know, low spaces. And at the end of the day, we all we're called to do is walk lockstep with God because he has yes. it planned out. Yes. Ash Clarice, I love it. Love it when we don't <laughs> talk beforehand and our points Yay. like merge. <laughs> But I was going to go to that point you just made with yeah. something in my life that something doesn't yeah. matter. But it makes me think of Romans eight twenty eight, one of my yeah. all-time favorite verses. It's talking about yeah. how all things work together for the good of those who love Christ and are called mm-hmm. according to his plans and purposes. And yeah. the highlight I was going to make is they work together for the good. They're not always yeah. good. And Correct. so even Clarice, what you're just saying in that, like maybe, and I'm broad brushing here, putting words in your mouth, <laughs> but maybe the NIL thing is not quote good in your mind or whatever. And it's challenging, but it can work together. Like through that challenge, he's working in you and in your Mm -hmm. players to bring something good out of that. And I love that you're vulnerable enough to bring that up. Right. And then talk about how you're sharing and leaning into him to Mm -hmm. walk through that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, and that's all he asked us to do. And that's all we are to do. You know, there was, there's just a, a level of vulnerability he calls mm-hmm. us to often as, as leaders and leaders of women mm-hmm. or just people in general, but specifically in my instance. And, you know, there was a time when we really, we really had a loss that just 
you know, actually you were there, Cass, you and Ryan were there, our, our high point game. We mm-hmm. were up the whole game. And I really think in the last like two minutes, we mm-hmm. lost the lead and ended up losing by, I think, two points. Well, mm-hmm. that wrecked us. Like, I don't care who we would have played next. I don't think any of us recovered well. Yeah. And so I was just kind of praying into God, you know, how do I lead my team through this? And he just came in so tangibly when we gave him space to work. Right. Um, You know, we were after that game, you know, we ended up losing the next game because like I said, we just were so disheartened and just still holding on to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I was able to be transparent and honest with them, just telling my team like, Hey, you lost the game is like, we all are in the same boat, same program. This happened to all of us. And I said, what you have to understand is I felt like that was one of my biggest coaching failures, you know what I mean? Just because it was like, you were, it was such a decisive looking win and then you lose by a couple points. And so, you know, God, but a lot, me being vulnerable allowed them to open up Mm -hmm. and it allowed God to collectively move us past that disappointment. You know, and literally, like, I could tangibly feel his presence in the space, in the room. And, you know, we just blessed them as women. And, you know, I know he touched their heart. And, um, you know, I even projected my, you know, I, or I even apologized for projecting my microwaveness on them, where mm-hmm. it's like our you know, millennial mind is yes. very, hey, I want it now. I want it to be done as quickly as the microwave. And, you know, I apologize for that because I said, I, I do, I, I know this is my part of just how I've been wired. And I said, you know, our process is our process and relative to what, you know what I mean? Like our growth mm-hmm. and development is ours and we own it, but it, you can't compare it to other processes. So, yeah. So in that moment, it was just like, okay, God, like, I know you're working. I know we may not win every game this year, but at the end of the day, like, I know you are working in our, in our team and in my life and in their lives. That's right. And that's what matters. Even though you yeah. and you and I's <laughs> natural personality, we're strivers, we're achievers, we're, we like to <laughs> win, we like to be successful. And God created us that way. So I'm not downplaying yeah. that. But you and I, that's one of the things we've bonded over for years of mm-hmm. remembering like, yes, we have those traits. But at the end of the day, it's mm-hmm. what you were just saying about Am I leading into God? Is he growing me? Even in the disappointments, I love how you said that. And you're moving past the disappointment with God. Don't live in that disappointment. Feel it for a minute, but then we move Mm -hmm. past it. Um, And I know he allows us to go through those things. I don't think he causes them, but he allows us to go through them to Mm -hmm. understand more of him. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I know. And so that, you know, and that's just, you know, small, small taste of all the things that we've been going through. But Cassie, I love the fact that God has been working in your life and moving literally (laughs) in your life. Yeah. Tell us about, you know. Sure. Uh, So uh, my family and I moved states uh, about a month ago. And cool thing, just like you with the season, we could talk for like an hour on this. So trying to call out some of the highlights I knew this six years ago when uh, my husband Ryan and I got married. We we knew we would move to this this state. Um, God spoke that. He told us that. Um, but then he moved us to North Carolina or moved my husband to North Carolina first. So it's kind of like, oh, didn't see that one coming. And there's a whole <laughs> sermon there about mm-hmm. God tells you and speaks something to you, but the timing doesn't necessarily line up with yours. So mm-hmm. it was last fall when the Lord said, okay, now it's time. You're good. 
And so we're thinking last fall, like, sweet, we're moving last fall. But, you know, God is a God of order and waiting and patience. And so some things had to line up with jobs and houses and all the things. But bottom line, in the month of March, we we did. We relocated to um, South Carolina now, new house, new schools, new, new everything. So, um, and the verse that came to mind for me, Clarice, in this transition was um, John 14, 27 about peace. And it's Jesus mm-hmm. talking, saying, peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And so my disclaimer will be, that verse is so much bigger than a tangible move, right? That piece goes Mm -hmm. into all circumstances, whether it's um, sickness or loss or whatever, but also the, the word is alive and flexible. And so it works even for a moving uh, situation. And so anywho, so when, if you think about it y'all and it was, I can't give God enough uh, testimony and recognition here. When I tell you it was completely peaceful, it was mind-blowing, Clarice. I'm talking, had to list our house, sell it in a rising interest rate environment where the market's cooling off and not the time to sell and buy a home. That's what everybody told us. And we're like, huh, well, God's timing doesn't always make sense in the natural, so we're just doing this. Uh, we had we had prayed for buyers for our North Carolina house, and it was on the market like two months, which in the big picture is not a long time. But it, right now, when things were going a year ago in like days, uh, that was feeling a little antsy, right? I'm like, oh gosh, yeah, no, nobody's buying. And wouldn't you know it? Because we had prayed, we wanted believers to have the house and be blessed by it, and God to use that to bless them as well as you know our transition. They were the first people that came and saw the house in November, but they didn't wow. make an offer until New Year's Eve. Um, but it's like God knew, like when they came in November, He's like, okay, this is your house. But they had stuff on their end that had to line up. And so I'm sitting over here going, why is my house selling? But God already had it sold. And so that speaks in other circumstances too. Like God says, you know, it's already done. It's just for us. We're walking it out and waiting for it to come to pass. Mm. And then our house here, I, the day we listed our home in North Carolina in November, this one went on the market within the hour. I looked Mm. at it and said, that's it. But again, three or four months went by my husband had some hesitation we had some other stuff going on and wouldn't you know it god brought us back to this one the price had dropped like 50 grand or something over those months and Mm -hmm. he brought it to pass in the most peaceful beautiful way so just the simplicity in that it wasn't simple it was very complex but the fact that it felt simple and peaceful um and it we had multiple people say, wow, that was the easiest sell ever. That was the easiest closing ever. Like, mm. anywho, I'll get off That's my soapbox there. <laughs> but well, it was no, awesome. I, but I just think of, you know, the alternative of sometimes that does not go. Yes. You know what I mean? It, you, it's, you have a one fall through or mm-hmm. it just be t- becomes a nightmare. Or there are things that when you, you know, look at it from the realtor's perspective, they're like, no, this isn't what I would do, you know? And so there's just so many moving parts to that aspect of it. And to know that obviously we just walk in his ways, right? We walk close, walk and step with him. And he just shows us 
absolutely an in moment what we need to know and he reveals it in time and it just reminds us that we are on a need to know basis with him we we you know? are <laughs> like like when i need to know he'll tell me i think i need mm-hmm. to know sooner but he obviously doesn't and so we can just rest in we are on a need to know basis with him yes which made me think of a sidebar here for those of our <laughs> listeners that are still praying and believing for their spouse, wait for the right one. Cause I will tell yeah. you this, this is yeah. a, it was a high intensity moment, right? So Ryan and I could have nitpicked each other and whatever, but the fact that like in those moments, Clarice, when maybe I wasn't as strongly in faith and I was getting kind of mm-hmm. antsy of like, why well, don't I know? Why don't I see it to have him believing like-mindedly? Uh, no, God's got it. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. That's and then, anywho, yeah. sidebar. That's important to be with somebody that's going to bring you back to God's promises versus yeah. getting that anxiety place with you and then just <laughs> tailspin <laughs> up control. So sidebar, <laughs> wait for the one God has yes. for you because it's moments like that. And you want to know another funny one, Clarice? Yes, and then, please. Um, something else that was counter cultural and blew people's minds. Uh, we actually use my, you said realtor, my, husband's ex-wife and her new husband as our realtor oh, that's <laughs> so awesome. when people were like who's the realtor people were like what oh ryan's ex-wife and people were like wait what <laughs> but we had prayed specifically yeah. god directed mm-hmm. us to use them and you know bless them there's a whole backstory behind their past relationship whatever mm-hmm. um we've moved forward and god directed us to bless them and that was an opportunity like when people asked to say that and then get to say why we yeah. went with them and to talk about God and that. So um, that was another fun part of the move. Her and I actually said at the closing table, like, oh, we're going to miss blowing people's minds with, <laughs> with this. So um, anywho, it goes back to the Romans eight twenty eight. All things work together for the good. Mm-hmm. My husband and her divorce, that was a rough time in both of their lives. But here we are on the tail end with a very healthy relationship and God worked it out for good. He didn't cause okay. it, but he worked it out for good. Oh, that's amazing. Well, mm-hmm. And that's just an awesome part of the testimony of just God's, you know, redemptive power yes. and his ability to change hearts and minds and lives to mm-hmm. the extent that you can work with an ex. <laughs> that's Obviously, right. Him calling you into that situation, not necessarily, you know, sprinting into that's right. know, past <laughs> relationships, obviously using God's wisdom. Yeah, wisdom. You know, yes. yes. So that is, yeah, that is amazing to hear. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. Um. So just to summarize that, yeah, we moved in, great movers. We have everything settled. We love the house. We love the area. It, it, it was the ultimate peaceful move. And so I can't give, like I said earlier, I can't give God enough glory. But always, y'all know me, I'm the practical one. I always like to show realness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Things had gone beautifully. And then yeah. one afternoon, within an hour, y'all, we got a phone call that our homeowner's insurance was canceled on the spot. My Oops. daughter started throwing up in the kitchen with a high fever. And then the child care called and said, hey, I'm gone for three weeks. You don't have child care for three weeks. And all that was in like a 30 minute time frame. So I say that. (laughs) Yes. I say that to say it was beautifully peaceful, but peace doesn't mean free of challenges. Like Clarice was saying with NIL, God's Mm -hmm. peace is going to stick with you regardless of the circumstance. So I like to show both sides. It wasn't peaceful because everything went smooth. It was peaceful because God was in it. And then the pockets of good moments and challenging moments were handleable. (laughs) That's Mm. word because of God's presence. I'll use that word. I'm all about creating words. (laughs) 
that's amazing and that's and that's just again testament of Mm -hmm. who god is and you know he does not tell us in his word there there is no promise that we won't walk through stuff you know what i mean the only Mm -hmm. promise is that he will remain the same he is who he says he is and if we are willing to turn to him in those moments he will author that for us in our lives in that moment. So he'll author that peace and that faith and he will pin that into our story if we allow him that space. That's right. So I'm glad y'all were obedient. It may, it, yeah, it's awesome. It's just a true testament of obedience. And mm-hmm. it makes me think back when I was reflecting on obedience um, earlier this year And I had written just, you know, may obedience be the standard in my life. And I said, Mm. may I be so yielded to you that there's no room for any selfish ambition or personal gain. And just being able to recognize that you have placed everything in us um, and that we honor him through it. You know, so in in our case, you know, if we speak well, it's because it's his voice or if we write well, it's because those are his words. If we Mm -hmm. lead well, it's because we follow him. If I coach well, it's because my spirit is attached to his will and it's attuned. That's right. You know, if we have success, it's because that is his gift to us, you know, and just really recognizing that him in us is everything. It's not us manufacturing things. It's not us trying to, you know, manipulate it. It's literally just allowing him to be in us and through us and move in us and and I love the picture of obedience um you know that you and Ryan just walked through um in that season yeah thank you for that I, I, again Clarice had me write down quotes all day you know <laughs> may obedience be the standard in my life like it's not a surprising moment when we're obedient mm-hmm. actually that's the standard because mm-hmm. Jesus is helping me not because I'm naturally that good but that mm-hmm. uh, obedience isn't the highlight it would be if in the moments i wasn't obedient god highlighting like hey hey this isn't our standard so uh, that's a good challenge for me you know to step Mm -hmm. it step it up in this um in this season because god was so clear with this move so i don't want to say obedience was easy it wasn't but it was um it was so clear we knew where we needed to walk and there are definitely Mm. been times in our lives and listeners some of y'all may be walking through it that his direction may not be as clear he may be asking you just take a step and you don't know where the end game is. Um, And so I encourage you to do that. He's trustworthy. He's faithful. If he's directed a step, even if it's just the first step, you don't know where that step's leading you uh, take the step because he will take care of you in that process. Clarice and I just shared two short examples of what's gone on in our life. Now we could continue on with past examples and uh, Mm -hmm. and then there'll be future ones. Clarice of his faithfulness uh, in response to our obedience. Well, I love the life update. I hope our listeners just can also take some time in your own day to Mm -hmm. just reflect on the ways God has shown up as faithful um, Mm -hmm. in these past couple months. And, you know, just as a good reminder, one of our um, local pastors, um, Pastor Joel Delph, had come to speak to our team. And that's one thing that he reminded us is, you know, what's your history? You know, what's your Mm -hmm. history with God? When have you, when has he shown up as faithful? Like, when can you pinpoint or where can you pinpoint that and what was going on? And it's a good, it's a good faith building reminder. 
Um, yes. So back to practical. Yay, Cassie, we're practical. <laughs> <laughs> um, taking it back to, again, just those moments of, wow, God, you were faithful in this. You were yeah. who you said you are. So, yes. I love it. Well, amazing. Well, would you love to close us in prayer? And I absolutely would. Let, rest in God's presence. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you for each and every listener uh, that has joined us. Father, thank you for Clarice. Thank you for what you are doing through her as a coach. The number of lives that have been impacted by Clarice in this career is immeasurable. We don't even know. Clarice doesn't even know. You know. Mm -hmm. So, Father, we thank you for that. I ask that you continue to use her um, in this coaching profession to um, influence, touch, interact with these young women that you're bringing across her path. And so, Lord, thank you for the strength in her. Thank you for the desire for obedience in her that you have placed in her. And so, Lord, we give you honor for that. And I encourage and Lord, I ask you to help each listener to reflect in their life. Where have you shown up recently? Where have you called them to obedience? Where have you provided? Even in those moments that may not seem like the good moments, Father, I ask that you highlight to them how you're working it together for their good. Lord, that you are the author of good things. You give good gifts to your children. And so, Father, I acknowledge that in my life. Thank you for the transition that you brought my family through. Thank you for doing it in a way with your peace uh, that provided each and every need for us. Father, you've brought our family together, and it is a beautiful thing. And I look forward to the next season. You have a hope and a future for each and every one of us listening under the sound of my voice. And Lord, may we lean into you, trust you to see and believe for that hope and future that you have for us. We love you. We acknowledge you as Lord, as Savior. You are in control of our lives. May we, may we yield over anything that we're holding on to that we don't want to give you. Father, may we release it and trust that in your hands it will grow and it will be even better. So thank you, Father, for today. And we love you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.